0: Another solid gold podcast. Oh, goodness me. Yes, it's always fun and games with Melanie and Jenny here on Um I think it's possibly because I get to see the gorgeous face. And of course, that's just a reminder that you can actually not just hear us, but you can also see us if you go along to the YouTube channel, which we have set up and you can go and check us out there. And of course, it's Jenny Baxter over in, um, in, in tv even though she's like staying in Cannes at the moment. Oh, you're such a jet setter, Jenny. <laughs>
1: No, it's only 10 minutes down the road. I, I wish it was more glam. Hello.
0: <laughs> and looking very summery there. So obviously summer's hit, whereas winter's now hit here. I think the Capetonians went and left their fridge doors open again because we had all that rain last week. And then suddenly, I mean, we're like, it was really hot, and then it was really rainy, and now it's really cold. So, you know, we're just confused. As we were saying last week, you know, Mother Nature must be blonde because we have no idea what's going on. <laughs>
1: Did you you see that thing um, Gus Silber was saying with all the load shedding that um, he went to a place called Rise and Grind, I think. Yeah, I know exactly
0: where it Yeah, is. I've actually been there to the refillery and I saw it there. So they've got a hot spot. um, What do they call it? A hot hot something or the other where you can go and work there. Um, And I mean, there are a few of those around, but that one seemed like really good value for money. Yeah
1: so nice it sort of sort of made me almost envy having to go and Work in a in a work together spot, you know, mm. having your load shedding. Although um, somebody else said this morning, because I think it's on six at the moment or something.
0: <laughs> Who <and> knows?
1: Somebody <laughs> only it's got <laughs> But I saw I saw somebody saying this morning really early. She said, "Oh, I woke up at half past four this morning. I've made meals for three days because mm. she had to do everything before six o'clock. I think because then it was going to be load shedding."
0: Yeah, eight until ten. Or, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and ours then. was six to ten, and then we got another four hour. I think this afternoon, or um, and then two hours. So we had four hours last night from ten till two. Then we were off from six till. That's 10. okay because you can sleep then. Yeah, except that's when I usually do my best work at 10 o'clock at night and when I want to watch TV if I have been working. So it is a bit annoying, but at least I've managed to sort out various ways of being able to actually do it. And that's the only time kind of like late afternoon, evening. But fortunately, cooking with gas is the way to go. And I think everybody should just start yeah. getting little KDAC heaters and Kadak stuff because it ain't going to get any better. And I'm still kind of on the fence after reading the, um, one of the things that one of our other lovely uh, people that we, we share her stories a lot, Viv for Mark, about yeah. a friend who was disgruntled with the whole um, load, uh, what do you call it, a solar power thing. So yeah. I'm kind of looking at that and thinking, well, yeah, it's a very big expense and everybody, oh, you're saving so much money, but you're not actually at the end of the day at the moment. Um, I would personally be prepared to look into green hydrogen as an alternative energy. So um, that's what I will be doing some research on.
1: <gasps> you know, I had lunch the other day with a South African expat who lives in America, and mm-hmm. he is involved in a company, and um, they've done a couple of big projects in South Africa. But you really get your money's worth for the solar panels because what they've invented is is the the iron things, whatever they're called, hinges, that make mm-hmm. the panels move like a sunflower with the sun.
0: With the sun so itself. That That's not a bad idea.
1: Yes. So then you're capturing more solar solar energy. And I, in I fact, just...
0: <laughs> no,
1: I was going to segue into another big story in South Africa this week.
0: Oh, okay. It, well, I'm, I'm still kind of looking at yeah. the thing about the batteries and lithium ion and all of that kind of stuff. And... Not very happy about the idea of um, you know they're not particularly user well not user friendly but they're not environmentally friendly. there's the thing. Lithium
1: <sighs> and and yeah and what about the poor little kids and adults and who are who are having to mine it? Mm. That's but, that's that's the worst and that's all of us with our mobile phones with everything. So
0: I've got a great idea to actually solve the energy crisis. Get rid of the yeah. government <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs> you know you know actually athel williams, you know athel williams he 's um, a poet and a mm. whistleblower who saw corruption in South Africa and is now actually having to live in England to protect himself um, because he wasn't protected by the government and you know with the coronation of course EFF and everybody was up in arms again because King Charles was carrying the scepter it's one of those words I always read and never say out loud the scepter Um, and orb yeah so he was he was carrying that and it has the Star of Africa the that huge Cullinan diamond from that was given as a gift from South Africa. And so, you know, EFF and other people are saying, give back the diamond. Okay, and does nobody Apple ever teach Williams, them when they were
0: young? Hey, if you give a present, if you give a <laughs> present to somebody, you can't take it back.
1: However, one point, one little point, because I've always kind of agreed with that. One little point, though, is that the people who gave the gift, being South Africa, were perhaps not, were perhaps kind of British themselves at the time. When that gift was given, who was in charge of South Africa? Not really South Africans. So, but anyway, on to Williams's point Williams' point. And your point the about the government.
0: Okay, but ultimately it's just a piece of shiny stuff, by the way. It's a rock. It's just it, a rock.
1: Ex- exactly. And it brings joy to the whole world right now. But anyway, I mean, I've gone and seen it at the Tower of London. It's like seeing David in Florence. It's, 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 it takes your breath away. It really is beautiful. Um, anyway, so <laughs> Ethel Williams said that um, perhaps now is not exactly the time to have that diamond returned to the current government, who would probably love to, you know... Steal it. Let's just, let's just yeah, call it spade a spade. Captain, a spade. He, he I was going to call him, it something
0: else. <laughs> yeah.
1: He called them captains of corruption. Um, which I thought was quite a nice way of saying it So so yeah, that was an interesting angle Did you watch
0: okay. the coronation? I have to admit that I did Under sufferance But I did, unfortunately did I got there Too late to see Pretty and they play, uh, singing Because um, No, because I, I teach in the morning And then I had to go and do some stuff And run around and then go to Wait for my friend whose house I was watching it at um, So of course by the time <laughs> did- we got on it, She had already sung and gone Oh, well, she was beautiful and the whole
1: world was writing about her and interviewing her. And I mean, she, she's a really big news, but she's now even bigger news. Um, what was really funny is you saying you were late and, you know, Will and Kate were late, apparently because of their children. Um, mm. and, and a lip reader saw King Charles when he was still in the carriage saying to Camilla um, something like, like, we can never be on time. There's always something, you know. And, and I, I think what I loved about it is that that's actually every family. Because my kids are always saying that it's us. Our family is always late. But, you know, even King Charles and them are late. Everybody is late. And you were late.
0: Um, I was late to watch that. But our family, as a family, we, we are not allowed to be late. I hate being late.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like it, but it happens.
0: Oh, so, yeah, no, so unfortunately I didn't get to see Pretty Yende. I would love to have seen that, um, but um, I did see some of the stuff afterwards. I mean, she is absolutely divine, and she looked yeah. divine, didn't she?
1: Oh, so beautiful. I think that that dress took 180 hours um, to make. I don't think yep. I, I, re- I read that. 180 hours. It was a Stéphane Roland haute couture gown, specially made for the occasion, mm-hmm. um, and and for for the events that night, um, Athel Williams again because he's in England, and he's actually advised on reparations um, and everything. He was actually invited as a thank you for his contribution. He was invited by the royal household, so he went along and saw Lionel Richie, etc.
0: Okay. Well, I must say that talking about gowns, though, the one that really stood out for me, and I I have no idea what her title is, um, wearing a very pale butter yellow, Finnegan, which is a strange name for a girl. But um, I thought she looked absolutely divine. Mm but you'll you'll let me know who she is because you know i don't follow this stuff anyhow so what else have you got that's made the big news apart from the we were sitting there he was coronated and i'm like no he was crowned no but it's a coronation (laughs) yes but he was crowned he wasn't coronated okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's good um and another story that's just been making international uh more viral on facebook but but you know, globally, not in mm. South Africa, is um, our wonderful Kirsten uh, Nieuwschafer, the, the sailor who recently the won around the world. Around on the on her own. world.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So, So when she was embarking on the race, this French chef who she had never met in her life contacted her and said, I would like to make you some food for every single day. And he made her food in these little jars just beautiful all different kinds of foods for her palate. just amazing just a, such an act of kindness and then she has i mean everybody's just been raving about her kindness and the time she mm. has taken to meet everybody involved blah 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 and she's just like you she recycled all that glass and um and took it back to the chef she had kept every single little jar and, um, and and went back and thanked him in person and everything. So everybody's just been like, wow.
0: You see, this is the only thing. Everybody says to me, what would you do if you won the lotto? But it would have to be a lot of money, obviously. Well, first of all, I'd get a car that actually works, <laughs> okay? because paying for your kids' <laughs> studies and everything stops you from actually being able to buy a car. The second thing would be to have somebody who would make food for me every single day. Not all day, every day, but mm. just to make food for me. because. You know, when you're feeding a family, let alone just feeding yourself. Well, for yourself, it'll be two boiled eggs and an avocado. Happiness, okay? But when you've got to feed a whole lot of people and you're like, what do you want to eat? And they what do you want to eat? And just say, chef, <laughs> make food. <laughs> and that's all I want in my life. <gasps> Is there somebody who will make oh, food? No. I'd be very do happy. You
1: have a thing, do you have a thing in South Africa where um, you sign up and then every day they deliver the yeah. recipe? And the and the exact ingredients all freshly bought. Yes, and then you just do that. Oh, you
0: do. Well, you yeah, could it's been do going that. for a while. I've forgotten what it's called, um, but I have some friends. Well, who do Well, there's different that. companies. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I kind of. Oh, you don't that. even want to do the cooking no not necessarily I don't oh, I don't like cooking <laughs> what can I say And yeah. trying to get anybody else in my house to do any cooking is an absolute nightmare don't go for the dishes anyway let's get on to better stuff <laughs> not family things okay but um, get togethers of friends and family I suppose around the world so of course every now and then you do come up with some on because we have um, some lovely people who follow us who actually then let you know about what's happening where there are get togethers for South Africa South Africans. Exactly, Mm.
1: exactly. So that's all I was going to say is just, you know, if you follow the SAP people Facebook page, you'll know wherever you are in the world if there is something coming up or let us know if you're doing something. So kind of, you know, in the last week on Monday, there was a a pub quiz for the spring for the World Cup coming up and raising money for a good cause in South Africa um, at the Pig and Whistle. Mm -hmm. Um, In London and then in SW18 then in Portugal there's the new group Scattlings of Africa Who arrange it's kind of like outdoor movie nights and brides and there's Borevos and you know So you you just get your your taste of home, but it's Mm. more than just a taste Um, So just stay in, in touch with all of that and then another thing happening overseas that I just think is so worth going to see is um, it's a leopard and zebra urn. I don't know if you've heard about it much in South Africa. No. Well, no? I mean,
0: people might have heard about it because, you know, I don't, I don't do news. I get my news full okay. from you.
1: <laughs> okay, so, so this urn is gorgeous and actually has, um, you know, imagine he has a huge urn and then the leopard is actually coming out.
0: Like a um,
1: almost but it's, it's actually just a leopard and mm. um, and then there's other animals here at the bottom which are oh, oh, the zebras there's a few zebras at the bottom also you know coming out so it's mm. it's really beautiful and who it's, was it made um, by i think you I, I don't have the name with me but i did send it to you do you have the name there oh there's there, a, yes. a, a Machele.
0: and it was painted and by painted. and Tumbela okay yeah yeah really awesome really so is it kind of like i mean i'll have to have a look at a picture of it but i mean it's sort of like what they do done at like ardmore with the ardmore pottery or is it like what is, uh, yes i'll have to have a look at the picture all right we'll have a look at that yes. and that's going to be where <laughs> mm-hmm. at the um you've got it a patrick Mavros flagship store in london because it's making its journey to london and that's from the 23rd to the 29th yeah. of may in my old stomping grounds in fulham road Perfect. (laughs) I miss Fulham. I miss Chiswick as well. And then, of course, you've got some very, very sad news with something we were talking about last week. Um, You know, we we were discussing about the the fears of having your children going overseas or people traveling on their own overseas and and disappearing. Um, And, of course, I would go full Liam Neeson in Taken if that happened. But we Mm -hmm. were discussing one person who disappeared in, in Thailand what was yeah, the update on that? Mm. Ruan
1: Swanapool, who was sort of last seen at the South African Embassy in Bangkok, so I'm not sure exactly what happened, he clearly did go looking for some help, and, um, and his family and everybody was searching, the Bangkok police did get involved, and unfortunately he has been found, um, and he is deceased. Um, so we spoke to his family, and they just say thank you to everybody who helped look for him um, and obviously they 're really sad, so they haven 't given us any
0: further details, but we're okay. really sorry well our, yeah. our condolences to his family definitely i mean that's it 's a horrible story yes. oh, i know there 's a lot of people who go missing just here at home as well and people i mean it must be really kind of Terrible. I mean, you've you've reported on a number of them where the people have been found, people just disappearing, and, and you know we see a lot of that on yeah. social media every single day. This person's missing. This child's missing. This this that, and the other. So we I think we all do and get involved and and see how we can help in whatever way. But anyway, uh, shame. Man. All right. So let's get on to some happier news. Some news from expats um, around the world. Who's been sending you what?
1: Um, well, Chanel Simmons, a South African. Uh, Expat who lives in America has just won um, this tennis tournament that's one of the oldest tournaments in in America, arguably the oldest. It's called the OJA Tennis Tournament. It started in 1896 and it's had, you know, Billie Jean King, people like that have won it before. So she's in um, Tracy Austin. Do you remember Tracy Austin? No. she was a oh, okay she was a great tennis player she i think at 16 she won the new york open the youngest person ever um, and she was there she was there this weekend for the competition because she was on it as well mm. so well done to chanel and um, and then um, Ernst Rutst uh, i don't know if you know him from Afri forum uh, he's been in Hungary, he just got back a couple of uh, yesterday for a court case in South Africa, but he's been in Hungary where there's been a lot of attention on South Africa um, with, with like a thing that if you want to know what's going to happen in Western Europe, mm-hmm. uh, look at South Africa. So um, I don't understand it was all in Afrikaans.
0: But, well,
1: Ernst was talking about it.
0: She had forgotten her Afrikaans, you know. You can live in Frankrijk there. And your Afrikaans are yeah. now, I don't know where it is. I understand
1: <laughs> the small words, but they don't know van die woorde, groot
0: big words. <laughs> <laughs> <gebrake. laughs>
1: you know, it was okay. so funny. The other day I walked into a friend's hotel. Mm. And, um, and she was there on her own. And it was a big gemars. And I said to her, I said, oh my, and she, she is German. And I said, oh my goodness, this is a groot gemorse, Bernadette. And, um, and she said, what's that word, what's that word? And then she tried to say it, and she's German. And she actually yeah. sounded more, eng- more English than an Afrikaner. Like she couldn't get the chruot, you know?
0: Chruot, yeah. Funny. It is a bit of a thing. I mean, my my mother would never have been able to speak Afrikaans because she can't say R's, and so she couldn't roll them at all. So it just sounded absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, goodness me. A <laughs> Khroot yes. and does Bayer and a Dunga a Kruot is, as well. Um we'll come back to the Scotty Dogs in a moment, but I, I just want to talk about a big chromorus which I know is coming up with local news. Um because of course yeah. we we both follow Joe N'Bankulo, who is the cabbage bandit. Okay, who we yes. we had on the show. He's a, been a on while the show. back. Yeah. And he yeah. um as a um, it's, not, it's not, is he vendor What does he speak? Is he, why can't I remember now? I've got, my brain has gone uh, ex- songa, ex-
1: Sitsonga. Sitsonga.
0: Sitsonga. Yeah. So, I mean, he oh, is, he is. has got a whole piece about the fact, <laughs> about the cock up let's put it that way, um, yeah. on the new banknotes, which we were talking about last week. go vaults. Yeah. I mean, the translation. And yeah. then there's this, some half-assed explanation about, oh, no, the original one was actually wrong, which is, they had it right the first time, Banginkulu, and now it's Bangikulu. And so they're saying, no, we had it wrong the first, uh, the first time, and now we've righted it, which is nonsense, because as Joe says... Actually, they had it right the first time, so they mustn't come with this nonsense. <laughs> he says, if it was in Sulu yeah. and there was a mistake, oh, my God, they would have pulled all of those things back in again and had all of the new notes done. Uh, you know, ish, ish, yeah. this is all we can say, ish. Anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: there we go, And That's I saw that.
1: Some, some people said, some people who speak the language said uh, it's even kind of slightly changed the meaning even. It's it's not just a typo, it's,
0: yeah. it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, this is is what happens. I mean, look, we only have 11, actually, sorry, 12. We have 12 official languages in South Africa, of course, with sign language now. Um, uh, It's S-A-S-L, South African Sign Language now being made our 12th language. So, you know, if you don't have the right people doing it, it's like when, when I'm reading things, if you're trying to sell me something and you are you know aiming it at an english-speaking audience for goodness sake get somebody who understands english at least to make sure that you spell things right and and put the english out there right because if i see any spelling mistakes or anything i'm just like okay pass swipe left or swipe right or whichever way you swipe it i'm not looking at it because i can't bear <laughs> it so yeah you know, so I imagine yeah.
1: for everybody that's that speaks Sitzonga, that would be so frustrating. How
0: annoying that must be. I mean, I, I would be up in arms about yeah. it, but please don't take to the streets and burn all the money. Okay, <laughs> if you burn the money, you're not going to get it back. Um, anyway, so talking about taking to the streets, of course, I was on my, my favorite little walk, my Wednesday morning walks, and um, I yeah. bumped into two little Scotty dogs today, which, of course, put me in mind of the story of the Scotties that was stuck up in Aww. Sudan. Is it in Sudan.
1: Sudan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They had been trying to escape from Sudan. And and Adam, who said, no, they're part of the family, he stayed with them. They managed to get out of Sudan and then they were stuck in um, no man's land. Mm. Well, good news is on Thursday, the two little Scotty dogs will be flying home to O.R. Tambo Airport. And then Adam, unfortunately, could not get onto the same flight, but he's on the next flight. And Amanda Lee, who has just been so instrumental in helping make this happen and and get them safely back to South Africa, um, she is waiting for permission from the Department of Agriculture for her to be able to go and welcome the Scotty dogs onto South African soil.
0: We'll be all alone until Adam dogs. arrives. Yeah, we can't call them little dogs. I had two; they're actually quite big dogs, just with short legs. Medium. Um, it's just <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you think that they're little dogs, but they're not. Okay, so let's get back to the the local good news. Okay, and 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 the one that I like um, because I've, I've actually done a podcast with. Um, Malcolm Gooding, who many people will remember from the radio days, with the man with the wonderful voice, who's still around and still doing amazing stuff—not necessarily on radio, but doing um, book uh, reading, audio books, and things like that—he's just got the best voice going, apart from Ray Flavine, of course. And I've (laughs) interviewed him because he has an olive farm down in the Western Cape, and he creates his own olive oil and olive products, and of course. South Africa's in the news for having their olive products. We have a very, very viable olive production in South Africa.
1: So that's amazing. So that must be because the Western Cape gets cold enough. Because you need a frost mm. um, for it to turn or work or, or whatever, apparently. Um, but yes, so, th- so there was a competition recently which uh, um, Evullian um, which is extra virgin olive oil liam. <laughs> I don't know what liam stands for. Well, oleum is <laughs> but oil, any-
0: okay? Oleum, O-L-E-U-M yeah. is basically oil. All right, oh, wait. there we go. <laughs> yeah. You see, I knew you would
1: know. So, um, Jamel knows everything. and so- <laughs> Not everything,
0: okay? So- <laughs> Almost everything. <laughs>
1: almost everything. You're my Google. Um, so, so oh, wouldn't that be a nice card? Um, so they had a competition. <laughs> okay. You can send me a card saying,
0: you're my Google. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so they had an international competition. I think there were, um, it was 26 um, tasters, a thousand blind tests that they had mm. to do. And with only one South African entry, very proudly Durastica, Oliver State, which is also in the Western Cape, near to those mountains, Swatburg, Swatburg Mountains. Mm. There's Um, lots of mountains down there, Jenny. (laughs) And and, um, I know it wasn't Table Mountain. Anyway, they won. They won out of the whole world. Um Durastica in South Africa won as well, well done ninety-seven to you guys. out of hundred. Yeah, and there were only a few others that got in the nineties, and nobody got close to ninety-seven. And and they were because yeah, we are special. And a whole lot of <laughs> different things. Yeah, oh, I love olive oil, so I can't wait for that to, mm. to try that one.
0: We have everything yeah, going for us here in South Africa. We really do. You- do you do, yeah. Mal?
1: Um, except that right now I see that you seem to have caught onto this crazy. It only seems to happen in English-speaking countries. Um, this prime drink, because, because I look at that. It's, Ugh. This hype, like what, so what happened in South Africa that created the hype? I have no idea. What?
0: I mean, I went onto Facebook the one morning, and the next thing, I've got like about six different um, stories in a row from people, friends on, on uh, Facebook, going, What is this hype about Prime? And Prime is nonsense. And I'm sitting and thinking, Prime? Are we talking about what like a that? transformer? <laughs> Optimum Prime, I, I think optimus, Octopus Octopus yeah. Prime, which is where I got into a whole thing about transformers that look like octopi. But this is the way my brain works; It's a bit odd sometimes, I know. But then, I yeah. saw the, what four hundred rand for a bottle of Prime? But now there's another one which has come up as well, and then uh, which I saw this morning, but I can't remember what it was. Another uh, water which is being pushed by influencers, also at about four hundred rand a bottle. I'm sitting here thinking, four hundred, not, not forty no the, the bottle of water was like four hundred, and i 'm saying it 's water okay it 's yeah. water okay well
1: i saw, I saw that some officials in South Africa have said you know they, they will support schools that ban it because I mean kids yeah. under fifteen shouldn 't be drinking it anyway it 's got double the normal double the num- the amount of caffeine in a normal coffee and Well, I don't drink any energy
0: drinks, but of the tests that they did when it came to what is actually efficacious in any way, surprising, I think it was Monster, um, came out Tops. And then like third, I think was kind of, uh, not Lucasade, Enerjade. My kids will drink Enerjade, but I won't allow them occasionally that other stuff that gives you wings, which I can't stand the smell of. (laughs) I smell it and I want to throw up. But I mean, apparently it tastes like Kool-Aid and I'm sitting and thinking, oh, I liked Kool-Aid when I was a kid. Kool-Aid was cool. That's why they called yeah. it that. We used to Remember, you used to eat it when it was dry because you'd put it in to make Kool-Aid. Okay, I'm just thinking yeah. that these people obviously have been going on the electric Kool-Aid as a test if they're paying that much money for a cool <laughs> drink.
1: <laughs> and and is it... Because is it, I'm trying to understand, because here, you know, it's, it's in Europe and nobody cares. But mm. I know that in England they had the same craziness. I know in Australia they've had to ban it at some schools um, and and America. So so isn't it all in South Africa, is KSI and Logan Paul, are they well known?
0: Um, I think that a lot of the influencers here probably take their cues from what the influencers overseas are doing and then jump on the bandwagon because that's what influencers do, don't they? Um, maybe they, you know, the people from those companies have gotten hold of the ones who've got the most followers here in South Africa, and they've been asked to, here, we'll give you some money, but push this. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I don't follow that that world of, of things because Such I just think it's, you know. a
1: weird phenomenon, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, so you
1: haven't tried it yet. Uh, nope. Very good news, totally different. I woke up this morning to all these uh, headlines that um, South Africa has made it into the um, Cricket World Cup that's going to be in India later this year because... Sadly for Ireland, um, Ireland and Bangladesh's game um, was washed out. Was washed out, and so that which means is the Australia only reason we got in automatically qualified. Yep. That's, well, we, well, I mean, the, well, you know it's <coughs> it's it's like the South African coach said. He said, you know, we're obviously chuffed because this makes it a lot easier. But South Africa what, did still stand a chance. We, you know, we were number eight in the league to and we still had some more matches to try and get in on merit and it's because Mm. of of beating the netherlands that we were in a good position to to go through automatically so Mm. let's not take it away from us Mm
0: -hmm. okay okay all right well staying on sports (laughs) um i I was very very tough to see that um, our rowing teams did so well overseas um, I mean, it's one of those sports that people look at and don't really follow all that much unless you're actually involved in it. Um, I'm, I'm quite interested in it yeah. because my dad used to row. And of course, I mean, I've always followed the doozy when they have the doozy. Exactly. Like, the new marathon. Yeah. So it's one of the things and, that I do like watching.
1: And I think it's going to become bigger now because I think this was the first World Cup, mm. rowing World Cup. So, So it's clearly got a a bigger future than what it's had in the past. Um, And we took silver and bronze, Yes. So silver for the men, bronze for the women. One was, uh, I think the men were four, um, a uh, four-whatever, (laughs) four-person thing. And the
0: women were two.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Fours and the the women were two. Pairs. Yeah. Thanks, Mel. (laughs) But they have to they, go into the coxless
0: fours well. and the eights. The yeah, so, but well done to them. Absolutely brilliant. Okay, and then and um, then uh, what was it? Ch- um, staying, uh, staying with somebody who's a sports person but going on to the entertainment side of things. What What is going on with Chad LaClose? Osma? Oh, he's um, he's got
1: a movie coming out, which he's kind of launched, but it's only coming out in July, which we can't mm. wait for, which is... Um, uh, born racer, and mm-hmm. um, journalists who have seen it say that it's a really brave look, really raw and open about what goes into becoming an Olympic champ—the sacrifices, the this, the, that, da 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 da. Um, okay, so apparently, that's going to be really good. And and also, uh, Chad, this week. But I still got something else to say about the Olympics. But mm. but. Chad this week posted some photos of of himself paddleboarding in Durban, which I was shocked to see was his first time ever paddleboarding. He must be so busy swimming. Yeah. Isn't that well, amazing that he's never? Yeah, he's used to being in the before.
0: water instead of standing on something. Let's put it that way. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So and he looked he looked like a natural because he's got those muscles that just, you know, the core muscles that keep you standing. Um, but but Mal, there's some other good news for the Olympics. You know, there are always complaints that, um, uh, uh, Saskok doesn't support. The athletes mm. enough, mm. and we saw with the last Olympics in Tokyo just what it did for the country um, when when South Africans were coming, you know, getting podium finishes. Um, it was just so uplifting, and so they have announced tomorrow they will be no not tomorrow. It's tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, <laughs> Thursday, so Thursday. Thursday, May eleventh. Yep. Yeah, I don't okay. know when it is. Um, they are going to be launching this um, OPEX program which they've got a new sponsor, and they are going to be supporting SA athletes who have the potential to win medals at the Olympic and Paralympic Games next year in France. So, okay. um, so that's, that's great, great to see.
0: Cool. Okay, oh, talking yeah. about uh, big sporting events, um, you've got to let us know what you're going to be doing with the World Cup Rugby.
1: I know, they're playing close by.
0: I know, you've got to start doing something, go and get some interviews, go and grab somebody by the ear, the cauliflower ear, and bring them into the studio. (laughs) We'll we'll discuss that further, but we will be keeping a very close eye on that, because of course, my blood is green right um okay we are actually kind of running out of time and we've got so much good news this week you know i mean with the uh, two south african hiking trails which are best in the world um that's at robberg um in plattenberg bay and cecilia forest is that right yep Um, in cape town yep um, so, I mean, yeah. but we all know that. I mean, I, I go walking all over the place, you know, living up to the surname and all that. Westlife is coming to South Africa. I don't know if that's good news or not, but, you know, it's, <laughs> for people who like West life, you know, that's good for them. But um, I spend my time, obviously, um, hanging out and, and whenever I've got some spare time, trying to catch up on all the wonderful streaming platforms that we have here. And, of course, then there was a thing that was going around. I don't know if you happened to see it. That, um, and it turned out to be fake news, but I don't know. I think maybe somebody leaked it. And there was such a backlash about this possibly being real where you were going to have to get a license a radio license for a radio in your car (laughs) you know when they try to bring up that you had to get a tv license if you had a monitor in your house or a a laptop that could actually play any kind of um, tv or anything so I wouldn't be surprised and then somebody just said but does somebody does anybody actually watch the SABC anymore and I'm like surprisingly most of the most of the population because most people can't yeah. actually afford DSTV or streaming services so they still watch SABC so like a good girl I actually still do pay my TV license because it's the right thing to do remember that tagline because it's the only <laughs> way that people can actually be trained properly and for the, you know a lot of people who live out in the sticks who don't have the options that we do to actually have some kind of um you know TV coming to them and and they do still a lot of television for uh, SABC and don't forget it's also all the radio stations that are part of the SABC family which is for many people the only link that they have when it comes to communication so you know people moan about the SABC and it's I think it's usually the the white middle class people who are sitting there and moaning about paying a paltry 280 rand a year. That's what it is. Why should we be paying a TV license for the SABC if we don't? You know what? Why don't you just invest in the future and invest in the rest of the country that has nothing? There. That was my soapbox for today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's always got to be something.
0: Yeah, there we go. But there is a lot of great stuff to watch. Um, I've been um, really uh, kind of amazed, apart from obviously sitting through the coronation, um, and drinking gin and tonic and drinking a... Uh, eating a a crown cake (laughs) because my friend decided that would be the way to go (laughs) but um, what else is there there coming up that you've seen that would be maybe interesting to expats living overseas or something that's happening that's on South African screens that we'd enjoy
1: Um, well Spinner's is coming up later in the year and Spinner's has just won a bunch of awards and I think I told you we interviewed the main actor Yeah, Um, we've got that interview coming up um, so that's something definitely to watch out for wherever you are in the world. Spinners. Also, Recipes for Love and Murder coming out later this month. Um, apparently, it's, it's going to be as good as Donka Boss.
0: Really? That's going to be a hard thing. push, hey? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay, I'll keep an eye out for that.
1: And there's a scene that has Dars versus Vuvuzelas, so okay. it's a very South African thing. I think it's filmed in the Karoo, beautiful
0: landscape shots, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'll definitely watch out but for that. We can one. we
1: can talk about it closer to the time.
0: Okay, fantastic. All right, and what is the big story that you've got coming up on sapeople.com in the next week?
1: Um, that China is starting to drop America as its corn supplier and oh sorry, I forgot to turn off my phone. Everybody oh. thinks I'm finished. Um and China China's is stopping and is um is, uh, has has cut some budgets with America, and is importing its corn from South Africa. So, I mean, that's more money for South Africa.
0: Power to SA. But we'll have the well, story. Maybe, maybe we'll get some power <laughs> at some stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. And, of course, this Sunday, Herald's Mother's Day. Um, here in South yes. Africa, so I'd like to say also, to all of you who, who are living overseas, don't forget your mom. Okay, do do get hold. I mean, I, I know in England and other places Mother's Day is on a different day, so if you're living and listening overseas, do say, "Hey, mom, we love you."
1: And if you have a mom living in America, Australia, Denmark, Finland, Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, and Belgium, because my mom's in Australia, so I have mm-hmm. to remember as well they have the same
0: Mother's Day, okay, 14th of May. Yeah, so yeah second, all of the second Sunday in May. South Africa. Yeah, so to all the mothers out yeah. there, whether you be fur mothers, whether you be uh, single father, mother, grandmothers, you're all mothers, I wish you a very happy Mother's Day. And of course, to my favorite little blonde sitting on the other side of the world from me at the moment, <laughs> who? the other twin mom we have a fantastic day even if you don't celebrate the you don't when when do you have mother's day in france
1: and the last sunday of may
0: oh okay so i'll have to wish you again yeah. but i'll wish you from here yeah yeah and there we have it. Okay, Happy Mother's ladies Day gentlemen. to you. Thank you very much. Yes, because I am a mother. Mother of the year. Mother I'm of the century. Mother of and mother of A mother from hell. <laughs> mother of dragons. Ah, that's the way to go. I have lots of dragons in my house. It has a sign outside that says, here be dragons. Because <laughs> I'm a dragon tamer, not a dragon slayer. Anyway, enough of that. Jenny, we'll catch up with <laughs> you again next week. Don't forget, of course, you can send your stories through to sappeople.com and post them onto the Facebook page. We want to hear about the good news in your life. And even like, you know, we've got to do, did you see the pictures of the world gardening, naked? Naked gardening day? I'll send you those as well. That was great fun. (laughs) It happened last weekend and there were some people who took on the task and sent in their photos of them making and gardening in the nude. (laughs) We'll catch up with you again next week. Bye, Jenny. (laughs) Bye, Mal. Happy Mother's Day. You've been listening to another Solid Gold Podcast.